July 4th. And now it's time for our reading today in the New Testament. And we'll be reading from the book of Acts, chapter 22, verse 17. We'll go through chapter 23, verse 10. And we'll see as we read that Paul was in danger. If the Romans did not imprison him, the Jews would kill him. What means did God use to help Paul? Well, his integrity. And the other means that God used was strategy. Now this did not set Paul free, but it did divide the enemy camp and get the Romans to protect their prisoner a little better. And God used advocacy. Christ had assured him when he was in Corinth, and he would assure him again. Paul knew that if God is for us, who can be against us? And with that, let's begin our reading today in the New Testament. July 4th, Acts chapter 22, verse 17, through chapter 23, verse 10. One day after I, Paul, returned to Jerusalem, I was praying in the temple, and I fell into a trance. I saw a vision of Jesus saying to me, Hurry, leave Jerusalem, for the people here won't believe you when you give them your testimony about me. But Lord, I argued, they certainly know that I imprisoned and beat those in every synagogue who believed on you, and when your witness Stephen was killed, I was standing there agreeing. I kept the coats they laid aside as they stoned him. But the Lord said to me, Leave Jerusalem, or I will send you far away to the Gentiles. The crowd listened until Paul came to that word. Then with one voice they shouted, Away with such a fellow! Kill him! He isn't fit to live! They yelled, threw off their coats, and tossed handfuls of dust into the air. The commander brought Paul inside, and ordered him lashed with whips to make him confess his crime. He wanted to find out why the crowd had become so furious. As they tied Paul down to lash him, Paul said to the officer standing there, Is it legal for you to whip a Roman citizen who hasn't even been tried? The officer went to the commander and asked, What are you doing? This man is a Roman citizen. So the commander went over and asked Paul, Tell me, are you a Roman citizen? Yes, I certainly am, Paul replied. I am too, the commander muttered, and it cost me plenty. But I am a citizen by birth. The soldiers, who were about to interrogate Paul, quickly withdrew when they heard he was a Roman citizen, and the commander was frightened because he had ordered him bound and whipped. The next day, the commander freed Paul from his chains and ordered the leading priests into session with the Jewish high council. He had Paul brought in before them to try to find out what the trouble was all about. Gazing intently at the high council, Paul began, Brothers, I've always lived before God in all good conscience. Instantly Ananias the high priest commanded those close to Paul to slap him on the mouth. But Paul said to him, God will slap you, you whitewashed wall. What kind of judge are you to break the law yourself by ordering me struck like that? Those standing near Paul said to him, Is that the way to talk to God's high priest? I'm sorry, brothers. I didn't realize he was the high priest, Paul replied. For the scriptures say, 
Do not speak evil of anyone who rules over you. Paul realized that some members of the high council were Sadducees and some were Pharisees. So he shouted, Brothers, I am a Pharisee, as were all my ancestors, and I am on trial because my hope is in the resurrection of the dead. This divided the council, the Pharisees against the Sadducees. For the Sadducees say there is no resurrection or angels or spirits, but the Pharisees believe in all of these. So a great clamor arose. Some of the teachers of religious law who were Pharisees jumped up to argue that Paul was all right. We see nothing wrong with him, they shouted. Perhaps a spirit or an angel spoke to him. Well, the shouting grew louder and louder, and the men were tugging at Paul from both sides, pulling him this way and that. Finally, the commander, fearing they would tear him apart, ordered his soldiers to take him away from them and bring him back to the fortress. That's George Borkhorn, and this is Higher Things Video Short. Don't despair of our country. That's the subject of today's Higher Things Video Short. You might think that the world has literally gone cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. I mean, look at the presidential race, look at the government, look at society. It's like everything is anti-Christian. These are the times right now when you think that everything is lost, that you should stop and look up and understand that your redemption draws near. The salvation is right around the corner. Not because these are the signs of the last day, they are, but because Jesus promises. The Lord Jesus isn't an American. He wasn't even Hebrew, sort of Hebrew nation. Um, King of the Jews, but more than that. Um, Not Eastern or Western European. He isn't even German. How can we be Lutherans? Well, he's for all. And governments come and go. Um, So do rulers. And so we don't trust in our government ever to provide for our our needs. We trust in God. We trust that God is going to make everything work out for our good. He's going to to give us what we want as a country. That sounds eerie. But more than that, he's going to save us from our sins. That's what we need saving from. We don't just need saving from a world gone crazy. We need saving from the things that we do to one another. And so take heart. Your sins are forgiven. Draw near to God. Go to church. Receive the body and blood of Jesus. Hear the gospel. Open your scriptures. The times are scary. But they're more than that. The times are a time to repent of your sins. And to believe that Jesus is the one who died and rose again for you. And the only one who can save you. The only one that can save you. Political candidates come and go. Good ones, bad ones, evil ones. Uh, we sort of watched the news in the 1980s. You would have thought that the president, President Reagan was nuts. So we're not going to put our trust in princes. We're going to put our trust in our Lord Jesus as Christians. We're going to fix our eyes on him, confessing our sins and knowing that he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And we're going to trust that he's going to carry us through bad, troubled times, scary times, to life everlasting.
we got Calvary to bank on, and we have Easter. Delivered to us in our baptism, given to us in the Word, fed to us in, our, in His body and blood, given for us to eat and drink. That's all we need. That's all we have, which means we have everything we need. I'm Pastor George Borkart, and this has been a Higher Things Video Short. Today we'll be reading in Psalm chapter 2, verses 1 through 12. And we'll read that God hears. He hears the raging of the nations and the plots of the rulers. What do they want? Well, they want freedom from God. But the way to real freedom is by submission and not by rebellion. And we'll read that God laughs. Puny man does not worry God with all his noise and threats. Over the noise of the nations listen for the assuring voice of God. Psalm 2, verses 1 through 12. Why do the nations rage? Why do the people waste their time with futile plans? The kings of the earth prepare for battle. The rulers plot together against the Lord and against His anointed one. Let us break their chains, they cry, and free ourselves from this slavery. But the one who rules in heaven laughs. The Lord scoffs at them. Then in anger he rebukes them, terrifying them with his fierce fury. For the Lord declares, I have placed my chosen king on the throne in Jerusalem, my holy city. The king proclaims the Lord's decree. The Lord said to me, You are my son. Today I have become your father. Only ask, and I will give you the nations as your inheritance, the ends of the earth as your possession. You will break them with an iron rod and smash them like clay pots. Now then, you kings, act wisely. Be warned, you rulers of the earth. Serve the Lord with reverent fear and rejoice with trembling. Submit to God's royal Son, or He will become angry and you will be destroyed in the midst of your pursuits, for his anger can flare up in an instant. But what joy for all who find protection in him! Proverbs 18, verse 13 What a shame, what folly, to give advice before listening to the facts!